With a look back over the weekend sports action, this is Full Time on KCLR with Sinead Cho. Welcome along to Full Time. and My name is Sinead Kyo. If you've been joining me over the last couple of weeks, we were looking back on some of the very best interviews from the Clash Act, uh, KCLR's GAA um, podcast, uh, which was brought to you by Eddie Scally. So I hope you enjoyed that look back series. But from here on out, we're going to be discussing all the weekend uh, action um, that happened over the weekend and what a weekend of sport it was. Of course, we had Leona Maguire uh, doing us proud in the golf. We had that six name win as well over Wales and plenty of GAA action um, as well. Coming up on the show today, we're going to be talking to Tom Murphy, chairperson of Mooncoin GAA Club. Uh, we'll also hear from Kilkenny Minor Camogie manager Mike Quilty as well after their win over Watford uh, yesterday. And we'll also hear from Willie Quinlan as well and we'll get his reaction to Carlo's very disappointing uh, loss to Sligo at the weekend. And coming up later in the show as well, we'll We'll also hear from Johnny Tobin, uh, who will be reflecting on Ireland's win in the Six Nations. But to start things off, uh, I was listening in yesterday. I was working on Scoreline and listening into Kilkenny's uh, opener in the Alliance League campaign, uh, where they uh, played Antrim there at home in Nolan Park. And covering that game for us was Adrian um, Adrian Ronan. Uh, he was doing commentary um, on that game, and um, a disappointing. Uh, kind of performance there from Kilkenny um, but nonetheless came away with two points um, so we'll so uh, yeah we'll get re- Adrian's reaction to that game now It was poor because of the quality of hurling and it was poor because of the the wides that were hit on both sides so and then the weather didn't lend to it and the pitch got cut up so there was a combination of a lot of things the wind the, the wind if you look at some of the games yesterday at different sports the wind did play havoc there was low scoring games you know you take even Wexford and Limerick like, you know what I mean low scoring game in Wexford so the wind and the crossfield wind and after the game when we met different guys that had said that if you were on the in Nolan Park if you were over on the old on the new stand side there was little or no breeze but for some strange reason as you crossed the field the wind got stronger as it came into the corner a very unusual wind yesterday seemingly and put that with the sun and all of a sudden you did have excuses but again it didn't lend to good quality play no it didn't, it didn't. No just in terms of Kilkenny then and I know Brian Cody wouldn't have been happy with the performance and we had some post-match audio from him played out there on yesterday's show and you could tell that he uh, he definitely wasn't happy but kind of overall Adrian what do you think is the thing that's kind of most concerning or troubling from a Kilkenny point of view? Um, I suppose the, the, the good news is that that we tend to forget yesterday was look we're players we played without the Ballyhale contingent so that could be five or six depending on Brian Cody's team missing so you just say five that's a third of your starters and of course you have two young hurlers of the year in TJ Reid so you're, you're, you're missing certainly quality so that's that's the first thing that's the good news the second thing is it is the first week in February and I suppose most alarming and worrying was just the wide the wides were some of them were just poor wides if there's such a thing a wide is a wide but some of them were just poor wides so in that case when you analyse it and sit back today and you sit back and you try and find the good in it the good is is, is hey we have five or six belly hay lads to come back the good is it is only February and if we hadn't to drive 19 wides now when you take out 19 wides there was 10 of them scoreable in any day and age so all of a sudden now it's a 13 point game we put the belly hail lads in and now all of a sudden it's not so bad so yeah 
maybe I'd say Brian Cody would went home yesterday just a little bit disappointed in one the wides and possibly out of some of the performances out of the players that he might have liked to have seen doing better like anyone gets a jersey you don't perform with Brian Cody you know you're, 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 you're it's day to day with him in that case so I'd say that was the disappointment overall the wides for, for sure and just maybe some of the individual performances mm-hmm. and um, oh and overall that I suppose that's the one that's what he'll take home from it Yeah like and like you mentioned there the 19 wides like it looks bad on paper doesn't it but then again at the end of the day they came away with the two points yesterday so you know you kind of have to yeah. look at it from on that perspective as well yeah look it was on paper it's 19 wides is very poor but when you sit back and analyse it uh, a lot of them and you take Antrim's to be fair Antrim had up to 12 wides and they, they were all going wide at the same side certainly in the first half up at the old at the, um, the town end as we call it the ASB yard and they were going wide so there was whatever it was there was going wide at the same post the whole time it was a cross field wind so while it looks poor when you statistically look at it analytically and say 19 whites realistically you'd know on any good or given day a lot of those players would have that reduced by half so I'd say you know on the day we got the points we shook off the cobwebs we've got that poor performance out of our systems out of our way and we had to Tipperary then and had to head to Turles on Sunday so no it might it, it, it wasn't a vintage performance that we expected it wasn't a result we got the result but it wasn't the performance we wished for and expected based on some of the games we'd seen uh, in the Walsh Cup so people were a little bit went home a little bit disappointed because of that but as I said when you sit back and analyse it look you were short of belly here lads they all have to come back it is the first week in February so maybe it's not so bad let's mm. judge the team maybe come April and then let's have a, uh, a clear conversation about it come April maybe but at this stage no, it's too early to be it's too early to be hard on people at this stage yeah too too early to be panicking just yet but do you think some mm. of it comes down to Adrian as well like the, the opposition like no disrespect to to Antrim of course but I think when a team like Kenny, Kilkenny comes up against a team like Antrim they have higher expectations of themselves would you agree with that? Ah, yeah. So look, the general public do as well, and that that comes with the the, the people that we say would have went to the games. Like we, we we might have had two or three thousand, but if that was Tipperary or Wexford in town yesterday, you'd have double the crowd. So the crowd influence the body language of the people as well. They know there's an expectation to that the player should be winning, and that's not anything against Antrim Hurland, but that's just a fact. You know what I mean? So that expectation then results in people's and the players feeling that. Hence, you know, the, the, yesterday the game was relatively quiet until Wally came on and Wally did his usual got his two points or went got a great score from play for sure and he lifted the crowd but outside of that there wasn't anything pleasing for the crowd uh, to enjoy because they just came with an expectation we'll win this comfortably and we'll see a lot of good players and up and coming talent performing excellently and that didn't happen so there was a bit of anxiety and a bit of discontent within within the supporters as well and that then kind of affected the players I suppose from then on so again as I said look it was disappointing there's no point saying any different Brian Cody was disappointed as a Kilkenny supporter you would be disappointed with the performance but when you sit back and analyse the different power, the different uh, the different things that could have and should have been there e.g. E. I keep going back to the Valley Hale contingent mm-hmm. then look 
I don't think there's a need for panic just yet. Yeah, and that is time significant. Time to panic next April and where we are in the league. If we're not doing well in the league come the end of April, then it's time to maybe sit back and see where we are because the Ballyhale lads will be back in the coming month and, you know, hopefully we'll still be in a strong position for the league. We got our two points. That's what it shows on the, on the league status. You get your two points for a win. We have two points for a win. How you performed doesn't really matter if you beat Tipperary on Sunday. I was just going to say to you, like they're facing Tipperary now on Sunday and would you would you expect a, a much better performance out of Kilkenny? Because I think that tends to happen sometimes with teams, doesn't it? They'll adjust their performance to the level um, that their opposition is at. So do, yeah, do you reckon well, like maybe that's an element of kind of what happened them yesterday? Just like, you know, they kind of had low expectations maybe of Antrim and then they kind of maybe got down to that level. Yeah, Brian Cody won't like that, the fact that they might have had low expectations. But what you have here now Sunday again is you have Kilkenny and Tipperary. Now, whether it is Marbles, Ludo or Drafts, Kilkenny and Tipper want to beat each other. <laughs> that straight away brings that rivalry. That rivalry then now brings you eight to 10,000 in Turles next Sunday because we all love to see a Kilkenny-Tipperary uh, hurling match. That impacts the players. That influences the players' thinking. It influences how they perform. So you expect straight away... 10,000 people in Turles next Sunday or 8 or 10,000 people the players who a lot of them now know each other from going to school and going to college and Fitzgibbons and whatever and hurling with each other and now all of a sudden that rivalry obviously drives on the different individuals and the players and yes Kenny are going through a certain element of rebuilding and certainly Tipperary are going through rebuilding but that matters nothing as I said when it comes to Sunday so both will bring out the best in each other and you'll see a high quality game in a in a in an environment like as they like to call it themselves the home of Ireland Turles now don't everyone agree with that maybe but you'll have a you know in Turles Kenny always and Tipperary bring out the best in each other so I expect yet yeah, a humdinger um, on Sunday because yeah. that's the way it has been over the years Yeah yeah. I'm looking forward to that game and then of course after next weekend after the Ballyhale match has played out and hopefully they, they get a win there uh, they'll have all those players back as well to kind of back in the fold so yeah looking forward to the year ahead now yeah, well, look, again, how quickly they'll be rushed back. They've had a long year. I'd expect that some of those players won't be in a rush back. They'll, they'll, they'll enjoy a certain element of a break of two or three weeks. So I'd say you mightn't see the Ballyhale contingent back one way or the other until maybe Patrick's weekend or something like that, just to give them the, the rest that they might require. But looking forward to, because as we've seen yesterday, everyone's talking Dublin up, everyone's talking Waterford up, and everyone's talking Limerick up. Talking Wexford up as well, don't forget. And they're talking Wexford up. So we're in the group of chasers and we love being in the group of chasers so you're right to get me off at their peril but certainly we're not being mentioned uh, as a a team now that's going to put pressure on but that's a very naive think way of thinking when Kenny are involved in hurling mm. um, because as I said Galway and it's now Galway and Dublin's and Wexford I don't know where we fit in the in the in the, in the Leinster table but it's only it's only the first week in February and yes we've an awful lot of improvement and as the year goes on we'll have players back and the days will be getting brighter and longer and the ground will be getting faster and that always helps Kenny. Yeah, and maybe it'll do him no harm to kind of have that uh, the underdog tag for a change. Um, but listen, thanks so much, Adrian. We'll no be bye. chatting to you again soon. Full time on KCLOR. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Hearts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, LaHartsVolkswagen.ie. Welcome back to Full Time with myself, Sinead Kyo. I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Uh, now on the line, we have Tom Murphy, of course, chairperson of Mooncoin GAA joining us now. Um, are you there? Are you there, Tom? I'm here, Sinead. Yeah. Hi, yes, hi, Tom. Yes. How's it going? 
Not too bad yet. You'll have to excuse me. I'm a bit hoar. I was um, just going to say, I'm not dragging you away from too many celebrations, no. am I? Well, you're not, no, but I have mass at 7 o'clock, so once I finish be 7, we're okay, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so look, great win there over the weekend, sure. You, you must be thrilled. The whole the whole um, of Mooncoin must be absolutely delighted with what they did in Crow Park there at the weekend. Ash, it's great, Sinead. Listen, to, 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 um, we're still coming to terms with it down here, to be honest, to, to, you know, for the whole parish. We're going to school in the morning, can't wait. And to get the... To go up and do it in Crow Park, to get the chance for a club team to go up and, and, and win an All-Ireland uh, in Crow Park is, you know, it's huge. I don't know whether Sean Kelly, I think, as president, brought that, might have brought that in a couple of years ago. Do you know what? It's one of the best things he's ever done with GH. It's a fabulous idea and a fabulous opportunity for, for a club at either junior, intermediate or senior level to go up and be able to do it. We're just privileged. We're absolutely delighted down there and having the ball, I must say, yeah, yeah. Ah, sure. It's absolutely brilliant. And like you said there as well, it's so good for um, any team to get the opportunity to play at GAA HQ as well. It's an honour. It's what, you know, every young boy and girl who grows up playing, whether it be Gaelic football, hurling, camogie, they want to, you know, they want that opportunity to to run out onto the hollow turf and to maybe, you know, um, walk the steps of the Hogan stand and lift a trophy as well. It's a dream come true, really, isn't it? It is, it is, because, I mean, even the, the whole build-up on, on, on Saturday, now we got the bus up from Munkai, we had a bit of grub in the hotel, and to drive then from the hotel to, to Crow Park, you, you pull up there at the back of the Cusick, and the bus drives under the sand and leaves you off outside the dressing room, the very same as you're sitting at home watching all around day, the boys are getting off the bus into the dressing room. For club lads to do that, like, it's off the wall, it's brilliant, like, you know, that, um, you know, what an opportunity, you go out there, and this time, you go out onto the field, you have your walk around, and just soak up a bit of the atmosphere before the game. It is an amazing competition and an amazing opportunity. And we're very, very grateful, to be honest, you know, to be in this, this kind of position, you know. Yeah, and, and, and after the heartbreak of losing in 2017 um, as well, Tom, it must have been extra special to finally kind of get that win yesterday. It was, it was. Uh, we had a lot of heartache in, in 2017 in the game, as, as I said before. Thought a game we should have won, you know, Mayfield obviously won't agree, but... Felt we kind of left it after that day a bit, and you wonder then, to be honest, you're hoping you're never going to get the opportunity to play a junior championship again because it, it means you're relegated, right? Which is what happened to us the, the year after. But um, to get to get a chance to go up and rectify it this year is just unreal. And in saying that, I mean, a lot of people, you know, a lot of people last few days are saying that the boys must be delighted to get a chance to go up and, and, and put it right. But really, it's a different team. You know, 2017, there was only four starters. Um, on the 2017 team that actually started on, on Saturday. So we were really, really young team. Uh, I think that's what. There's 15 in the panel under 21 and eight of the starting 15 were under 21. So it's a total, it's a total new team from our point of view, which is, which is a good sign for the club as well, as I say. But the, the supporters, I think, and, 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 and everyone following us more so than anything to have another chance to open and, and share with them on. And actually the difference between winning and losing, as everyone knows, is just, uh, it's unreal. The, the last few minutes were were torture, absolute torture, I have to say. But to come out on the winning side by a point rather than losing by a point, I shall listen. It's great, you know. I, I was actually, that was the, my next question. I was just going to say, like, you must have been living on your nerves for the last couple of minutes because you did only edge it by a point in the end, even though, like, I think you were the better team and everyone will agree with that. But, um, yeah, winning it by the, the smallest of margins, um, at the end, Tom, I'd say your heart was going 90, was it? Oh, well, I tell you, it was mad. It was just mad. And, 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 and the worst thing about it, 
I, I nearly lost my poor father. He nearly, he nearly finished all together. But I only found that out the day after. But he wasn't well after the match. So it was... Um, He's all he's right and rain now, but so that's kind of pressure. That's good for no one, like you know. Jeez, Mary and Joseph, but it was um, it was just unbelievable. But the way that the manner in which the boys went away and won the thing, then like little little Croke, Adam and 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 Martin after him, then like you know, it was a couple of times this year, several times this year, and the gal boy, the gal my boys will know this very well, and the Tower Rock, that's John Nena Scotty. We were we were touching down now. We were nearly gone out of this thing a couple of times this year. But our lads kept working. There's there's definitely something among the group we have at the moment that they just refuse to be beaten. And uh, other than that, we were gone. It was nerve-wracking at the end of the game. I mean, it was great to listen back to an old friend of mine, Mickey Welch, and, 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 and Brendan on the on the what's called radio and the commentary. And you catch up on all that over the last day or two. Like, you really only get to catch up and listen to that some of the commentary. Just is unbelievable. Like, you know, when you see that kind of incitement, excitement going out on your own radio station, sure, everyone must feel it then, all the people at home and all. So it was, it was nerve-wracking, but you have to win them games. So no good having a nerve-wracking game if you're going to get bit by a point. You have to win it by a point. So, yeah, great. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it gives a lift not only to your community, but to the whole of Kilkenny, really. Um, and... Uh, and yeah, um, just something else I was just going to, to ask you as well. You, you had a really good start there. You had a couple of points there early on in the game. Was that vital, do you think, to kind of get that good start? It was. And, and, and you know, we're, we're after struggling in, in the, the start of most games this year. We've been behind at the first water break. And it kind of worried us a little bit that uh, with the water breaks gone, it was going to be... Uh, we have a good management team. Willie Hogan, Jimmy Maher, Billy Quinn, Liam Welch. Every water break uh, after 15 minutes has been huge for us this week because the, boy, the boys stand back, they see what's going on in the first half, make a few changes and it normally works for us. With that option gone for us uh, and kind of, you know, you know yourself up in sideline, Crow Park, there's not a whole lot you can do. If you stand up, uh, you're put back sitting down fairly lively. So, um it was, it, was, it was very important for us to get a good start. Now, Ballygibbon went out and got a good point. They started, you know, they get the first point, but John Fitz got a few good scores then, Kevin Crowley, Pa Welsh, Killian Hogan, you know. So we were in a good place. Thought we probably should. We were a little bit misfortunate to be behind at half time, but um, we have had bad starts during the year. So thank God, no, it wasn't, wasn't, um, wasn't like that Saturday. Yeah, and I know that we touched on, you know, how good it is for the community as well. But I always think when I look at these games, I always think of the kids and I always think of the underage structures and just how inspiring it must be for those young boys and girls now looking at, looking at these players, um, you know, running out onto Crow Park. Um, it's inspirational and really what that's going to kind of do for, uh, Mooncoin going forward. It's immeasurable, isn't it, really, Tom? Ah, it is. Uh, listen, you, 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 there's nothing you can do. All the training and all the one, but all the youngsters in the parish have to have heroes. You know what I mean? Everyone needs heroes. Everyone needs to need someone to look up to. So, I mean, we're in a great position now because for the first time in a long, long time, we're not looking up to TJ Reid or we're not looking up to Parry Welch or Tommy Welch or these lads. We're looking up to Martin O'Neill and we're looking up to Kieran and Quilty. We're looking up to Pa Welch. We have our own heroes now. As I say, we'll, we'll do all the schools now in Munkine tomorrow morning. And I know for a fact the excitement will be just huge. Like we, have, we have good numbers. We have a very, very strong juvenile club. We have great support. We have great coaches. And, uh, you know, to, to, to give them the chance of going up to Cove Park wearing green and white, wearing their own club colours, like, and have their own heroes, that's huge for the club. You have to have someone to look up to. And if you go up, if there's underage training, under nine training, under ten training at six o'clock, and the intermediates are coming on there at 7 o'clock. Well, these boys are looking up in awe at them. 
you know, we were all at that stage once. So it's very important to have heroes, yeah. Yeah, I know, it's lovely to see. And speaking of uh, green and white, I'm sure you're all going to be getting behind Valley Hale now next weekend. Absolutely, absolutely. Everyone, I mean, you know, the only up the road from us, Willie Coogan is a Valley Hale man, he's our manager. And aside from that at all, we all have loads of good friends in Valley Hale. And, and regardless of whether it's Valley Hale or anyone else in the county, we'll support him. It's all Kilkenny. And I, I have to say, um, the level of support that we have, the amount of messages and emails and phone calls that we have got from every club in the county and outside the county. It's off the wall. It really is. I mean, the GA community, we have a couple of neighbours down around us there and we go into battle every so often and it's, it's fairly tasty a lot of the time. But again, once the, once the, the game is over, everyone supports everyone. Like, I don't know, I, probably a couple of days' time I may have a chance to go through all the messages on the phone and try and reply to some of them. But the good wishes we receive throughout Kilkenny and throughout the country, but especially Kilkenny, every club in Kilkenny, it's just huge. And it's, it, 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 it's, just, it's just very heartening from our point of view to, have, to know that kind of support is going. And the Shamrocks will be the very same. The whole of Kilkenny will be behind the Shamrocks as well. And, and the very best to look to them on Sunday, you know. Yeah, no, or Saturday, I, I should say. Saturday, that's on, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Like, really looking forward to that. But, like, I think you touched on it there as well, Tom. That's the thing about hurling, isn't it? Like, even if you're not necessarily into sport, just victories like that, it, uh, it just does something to the community. And it's just, it kind of makes you realise how much goodwill is out there. It does. It does. You need it in the community, but you need to win. You, need, you know, I, I, it's not always possible. But the, to have a successful team or a good team to follow, we're. We're very privileged, right? We have 12 senior county titles, Munkine have. But we have a big problem. The last one of those was in 1965, OK? So, I mean, that's that's crazy. Like, hurling is everything to people in Munkine. There's massive support. And to see the people on the sideline there on Saturday, and, you know, there was more people, especially the older people, I have to say, in tears. Because, you know, they grew up with success. A lot of the older people grew up with success and expected success. But it hasn't been like that for, for no particular reason. We've a great club, we've plenty of numbers and all, but, you know, you need a special group of players to come through from somewhere. That doesn't always happen. And the hard you try mightn't necessarily happen. But we're lucky enough we have a good group at the moment. But you have to try and build on it then. The community, hurling in one kind is everything. Absolutely. Always has been and it always will be because it's ingrained in it. It brings its own pressure as well on the lads going out. Everyone talks about 65 and senior county titles and all this stuff. But listen, we're heading the right direction. Ah, look, it's it's absolutely brilliant. Um, look, I'll let you get back to your celebrations, but thanks so much for taking the call, Tom. I really appreciate it. Not at all. Thanks very much for giving us the opportunity. And thanks again to all the support we received throughout Kilkenny over the last couple of days. It's very, very much appreciated. Ah, not at all. We're absolutely delighted to get behind you. Listen, look after yourself. Thanks so much. OK, thanks, Sinead. Thanks bye. very much. Bye, bye, bye. 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 That was um, that was Tom Murphy, their chairperson of Mooncoin GAA. Um, now, as promised as well, uh, we're going to now hear from Mike Wall. He's the manager of uh, Kilkenny's minor camogie team. And of course, they had that victory over Waterford in the opening round of the minor All-Ireland Championship yesterday. Full time on KCLOR. With thanks to the full range of Volkswagen commercial vehicles at Lahards, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny. Lahardsvolkswagen.ie Mike Wall, a case of job done. Good win against Waterford. First game in the Tesco Minor All-Ireland Championship. 13 points to uh, 5. Victory, your overall thoughts on the game? 
delighted Mort, absolutely delighted um, it hasn't been preparation wise up to now I've said it before um, it hasn't um, it hasn't been great um, but look to be honest like, and that means look through no fault of the girls and through no fault of our own or anything like that just with with schools games and with uh, with um, Paulstown and, and Dixborough being involved in the county or sorry in the club championship it hasn't been we, we, we've we've yet to get all the panel together on the last Thursday night and that was only really for for a bit of a chat but um, it, look I'm absolutely over the moon thrilled with that performance because you know we we, we had a couple down with COVID we had a couple of injuries through school games during the year with an injury uh, yesterday the school game and like there was seven or eight of them players played 80 minutes yesterday for Loretto look I, I said this I said this two years ago at under 16 level that's a special bunch it felt like that in the first half you're not scoring for 16 minutes you could see the jet lag that was kind of there from all of the players but as soon as he got going from the 16 minutes to the 30th minutes he outscored Waterford 7 points they were leading 2 points up onto the 16 minute there you must have been a happy man going in at half time ah yeah look we were happy now we knew that was a big win coming like you know we would have liked to have got in for a goal but look Waterford are very like they do play a defensive game and um, so look we, we we decided look we'd, we'd take our points and the goals would come um, but look to be honest, hit seven points without um, hit seven points without reply. I was happy enough. I did feel that there was probably an extra couple of points in us. But um, look, we knew that uh, the second half. It was the second half. The game was won in the second half. Um, I think we outscored them six points to three. Spot on, yeah. You know, am I right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So look, it's it's great. Um, look, three wins out of three for the Kilkenny teams this weekend. It's not a bad weekend. It's not. And I suppose we're only three teams in the group. You felt yourself coming into this under pressure. A small little bit that you needed to get a win for stay out not to be going to Clare and ex- having to get a win then to keep into the competition now you're going into the Clare game you have the three points on the board so you have a small bit, bit a small little bit more freedom going into the game but you're certainly going to go and win it oh yeah look look, look, look I seen Clare last year beating Waterford in the Munster Shields um, Clare are, are, are a very good team um, I haven't heard much about them this year but uh, anytime you have to go up to Clare I, I have no idea where that game is Like logistically it's not as easy as coming to Thomastown for the girls, they have to get up that bit earlier we have to put a little bit more thought into it but 110% like our our focus now, we, have, we haven't been talking about Clare we haven't been talking about anything else, we wanted to get Waterford out of the way, we wanted to get, come out of Thomastown with two points or three points whatever we get for it and, and then we'll turn our attention to Clare Tuesday night So the plan for the week ahead now because a lot of these girls as you said has had numerous amount of matches training and especially with the, the clubs being involved and the schools being involved, I suppose that's the price you have to pay a little bit for Kilkenny clubs and schools being successful when it comes to it but a uh, bit of recovery now for uh, next weekend yeah look and well, look we done it last year and you know what it, 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 we, we had an agreement kind of done with the school with Loretto this week that they would train one night with Loretto or once with Loretto and once with us and you know, we were delighted but we actually didn't train them towards the night we um, any of the girls that were playing with Loretto on the Loretto panel we sent in with Elaine our physio she came down and we just done foam roll and stretch and basically a recovery setter we had him in Roach Injury Clinic on Friday night as well. Um, there was some of them here again, and Ian was working on it before. So rest and recovery for that bunch, that's tough on the legs. That's tough. That's very, very tough on the legs. Like, my legs are tired, and I'm only walking around in there because it's heavy It's heavy ground. So, look, we're, I'm going to speak to Elaine, see what the see what the, lay, the land is with a few girls. I think, I think, again, their fitness levels is phenomenal, and we have to thank the schools for that and the clubs because um, none of them cramped 
went up today you could see the Waterford players they, I don't know were they involved with club or school or anything like that but you could see one or two of them were going down with cramp and uh, luckily we wasn't we weren't so look it's just getting them fit and healthy for next week uh, again I, I understand we didn't we, we only used one sub there today that'll just that'll just tell you how I'm not going to say comfortable but how well everybody else played we didn't need to um, to, to go to the well um, but like we do have a very strong panel and we put a massive emphasis last year on our panel um, and again this year we're delighted with what we had like we had to, there was there was two we, we had three enforced changes that we had to make due to, due to COVID and injury and you saw how well they played. I was just going to say that too you have a lot of last year's panel that was there you have under 16s that came up as well from the team that got to the All-Ireland final against Cork so mm-hmm. I suppose you're trying to mix what's after coming in the new girls and the girls that was there last year but from what we saw here today just working for you. Yeah it is yeah look there was a couple of girls there look Sophia Carroll like we we left us in the 11th hour we, we left us about half an hour before throwing before we, we told her that she was going in she was last year's under 16 captain so that should have been no problem to her um, you look at on your own who is ok she wasn't under 16 last year but she chose not to come in last last year concentrating club she she was a new addition to, to our panel and I thought I thought they played brilliant I really really did um, they look again the girls that maybe weren't weren't playing um, last year that were maybe just on the panel that didn't get much game time um, they really 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 showed up today I thought I thought from honestly from Root in the goal, which is Roots again, a very very young. She was only she was only put in during the week because uh, through no fault to our other two goalkeepers, we ju- we've just had more time with Root. Um, the other two have been out with COVID and stuff like that. So you know, Root really she was steady in the goal today. Her puck outs I thought were very good. They were very controlled. The one dropping ball that came into her there, she dealt with it really really well. So again, we couldn't be happier. Yeah, well, certainly looking forward to the game against Clare next week. Two wins out of two, potentially, and then uh, going into the look of the draw, you might come out in a quarter-final again, like last year, or straight through to the semi-final. I know which route you prefer this year. I would, yeah, yeah, obviously. Well, look, it doesn't look, to be honest, if we get called in a quarter-final, there's no point worrying about us. If, if that's what happens, that's what happens. Chances are, Will. Um, but um, we'll, we'll wait and see the look of the draw. The only thing I will say... Um, I don't give out often but I think there certainly 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 needs to be something looked at at the fixture congestion um, like I know I was told yesterday that the Camogie Association has nothing to do with the schools or vice versa they're all operating under the one banner um, it was it's we seriously seriously we spoke to the parents we spoke to the girls today we actually considered not playing the girls that played yesterday today because we we felt that you know their welfare is more important than winning a game um, the girls wanted to play they came through it unscathed but like they shouldn't be put in that position like there I, I'm just going to say it there there was no reason that school's game couldn't have been played midweek and I think just going forward I just just it, it is certainly the drop off we've all seen it Mark you've been around Lillian has been around we've all seen the drop off in Camogie is after a minor and I don't think that the Camogie Association with their fixture congestion a lot of those girls at the moment probably and we're not the only ones like Galway were playing there yesterday they had to go play Cork I actually have don't know how that went, went but a lot of those girls can't be enjoying their Camogie because of the congestion and I really really do think that Camogie is on the up with you know with the likes of yourself doing brilliant work on a social media platform and every other counties as well but if they want to keep the talented players that they have playing Camogie at this high level they've got to look after them.
Well, well done today. That's certainly a debate for uh, another day that we probably will get into it uh, even during the podcast later on during the week. But we look forward to the clear game next week and the very best of luck with it. So thanks very much, Mort. And uh, thanks for your coverage. Take care. Full time on KCL or with thanks to the full range of Volkswagen vehicles at La Hearts, the home of Volkswagen in Kilkenny, LaHartsVolkswagen.ie. Welcome back to Full Time with myself, Sinead Kyo. Um, I hope you're enjoying the show so far. Uh, now, I mentioned it there earlier on, very disappointing weekend for Carlo, for the footballers and for the hurlers. Um, I know the hurlers only lost out marginally by a point, but a particularly bad day for the Carlo footballers. And to chat to me about that now, I have uh, Tom Murphy on the line. Uh, sorry, very <laughs> and I have um, Willie Quinlan. Willie, how are you keeping? That's about you, Ned. Tom Murphy, I think, was your last man. He was my last one, yeah. <laughs> my head is all over the place now with all the different guests. Um, Harry, busy, yeah, busy, busy hour, busy hour. Busy hour, busy hour. Yeah, but um, look, Willie, it must be very disappointing for you as a Carlo man, and I know you're a very proud Carlo man, proud GAA man as well. It's very dif- difficult for you to see your team lose like they did to uh, to Sligo there at the weekend. Yeah, it's it's very disappointing, Sinead, I, I suppose, in the manner of the defeat, 28 points to five, um, or just, I suppose, a long way off it, even going back to last weekend when myself and Brendan were actually covering the match. And uh, the one game we probably expected to win was the London game, and it looked really good in the first half. We were, I think, at one stage 10 points up and ended up losing the game. And uh, going to Sligo, we were missing three or four of that team I suppose, would have been a huge loss anyway. Overall, I suppose we've lost 10 or 12 players from the last couple of years and we just haven't replaced them, Sinead, but to lose 28 points to five, uh, all you can do is feel sorry for the guys that are involved. I mean, they put in as much work, as much effort as anybody, both on the field and off the field and to come out on the other side of a hiding uh, with 23 points, it's, it's very difficult to take, all right? Yeah, it's it's very difficult to take, and like you said, you would feel for the players, and you know you're you're kind of um, you've hit the, hit the nail on the head there as well. Like they put in just as much effort, and they're doing the work, and they're training day in day out, and um, making all those sacrifices, even when it comes to family and work as well. So you know you you really would feel for the players. Um, but like if you were Niall Crew now, I know you can't really speak on behalf of anyone else, but like how do you pick up your players after a loss like that? And, and as you mentioned, the loss to London as well, which really you shouldn't be losing to, to London. I know that I, I don't mean any disrespect, but in Division Four losing to London, it's uh, it's demoralising, really, isn't it? Yeah, it surely is. Especially coming into London, hadn't a, a competitive game. I mean, obviously they were playing practice games, but they hadn't a competitive game in the League of Championship in two years. So even though we were missing a lot of players, we our expectations were to beat London. And, uh, you know, get a bit of conf- confidence from there, push on and see what we could do uh, with the Sligo game. And, you know, we had Waterford coming in and hopefully we were going to take two points off Waterford. And as it turned out, actually, London turned over Waterford in, in Racelip. So London, you know, seemed to have uh, back two back-to-back wins, sort of done really, really well. But from our, our own point of view, we just have lost, I suppose, a number of, of players that have been around for the last 10 or 12 years who are physically big, big, strong players. We just don't have the, the physique or the strength and conditioning done that other counties. When you look at other other clubs, in my own club, Aerog, actually looking at played a couple of Dublin teams earlier on in the year, and just the size and power and strength that they've gone to, they've taken to another level. And just as a county, we haven't done that. We haven't done the work 
uh, behind, we say, in our minors or 20s. There is good work being done, obviously, with our Colts. We've started at 13s, 14s, 15s, 16s, 17s, but we're still just so far off the mark. And there seems to be uh, one generation missing, if I can say, the guys that are 32, 33 and 34. Paul Broderick thinks 36 when he finished last year. And the guys around 27, 28, 26, for some reason, either haven't committed or maybe have went in and didn't get games and didn't stay around. And it's just, it's a long way back to a, a very, very young team, a very small team. And it's going to be difficult for, for Niall to pick those guys up. I know they have um, Waterford on Saturday week, so they have a break uh, next weekend. He'll just have to get back to the field, get back into to his training and, and uh, lots of things to work on maybe get a, a little bit more of a defensive structure, even though it, it worked really well when Torla O'Brien and Stephen Poacher, lots of people weren't happy about it, but uh, we weren't conceding 28 points or five or six goals in any game. And we just seem to be wide open at the back in, in our defence at the minute. And it's it's a difficult time for, for Carlo GA at the moment. We, we are under huge pressure. As I say, you definitely can't run down the guys that are standing up to play with their county. It was one of those players in the 90s and you know had some heavy defeats as well they're putting in as much work as you said Sinead as, as any other county I think probably away from the field they're you know they're doing their strength and conditioning but we're just so far off the pace we seem to be with every other county And I know you mentioned their kind of physicality strength and conditioning does that need to be the focus now Willie? Like um, I know that you know obviously you're working on your football as well but if you don't have your strength and conditioning you're just going to be blown out of the water yeah, I listened to Oshin McConville, who who is a, an Armagh footballer. He's a pundit on the RT there. And he was saying that Armagh, over the last three years, have taken in guys and put them on a strength and conditioning course for, for nearly three years before they actually get in and play senior football. And if we don't start doing that at a, a underage level, at minors, say up as far as 20s, and have them prepared for, for senior senior intercounty football, we're... In 10 years' time, we'll be talking about the same thing, that we're just not strong enough, physical enough. And you could see it in the London game. We, were, As I said, we were very good for 35, 40 minutes. We, London brought on a couple of subs that were physically stronger, bigger. Um, they, they turned the game around on, on its head. I know we had a man sent off, but that didn't lose the game on it. They just were physically stronger, finished very, very fast. And lots of our players are in the background. There's probably 10 of our players yesterday would be from intermediate players and again no disrespect from our intermediate clubs because they're putting in as much work as anybody but it's a huge step up to go from an intermediate club that you're not even winning intermediate championships to go and play inter-county at the next level albeit division four division whatever it is it's still a massive step up and we're we're a long way off the off the pace and I think there's going to be a tough few years for Carlo in the next couple of years for our footballers anyway. Yeah, well, look, I, I hate to be so kind of negative about it, but it's just kind of that sort of a situation at the moment. But hopefully things can improve in the coming years uh, for Carlo football. Listen, Willie, um, we've kind of run out of time there. So I really appreciate you taking the call and thanks so much. And we'll, we'll definitely have you back on again soon. Uh, but thanks so much for, for joining us on the show. No bother. Thanks, Sinead. Thank you. Uh, so we've come to the end of the show now. Uh, thanks so much for uh, joining us here on Full Time. And please do join us back here next week at the same time. Full time on KCLOR. With thanks to the full range of Skoda vehicles at La Hearts, the home of Skoda in Kilkenny, lahartsskoda.ie.